What's up, what's up, everybody? My name is Tamalora DeMaio, author of How to Be a Mental Health Savage, and welcome to Mental Health Savage. Episode 8. So, before, while preparing for this segment, I was thinking about documentaries I have watched, and I remember one particular one where it talked about preparation for the worst-case scenarios, like nuclear holocaust, zombie apocalypse, wars, or whatever the case may be. It talked about being prepared. And, you know, I found that there's some people who are out, like, big-time survivors. They have bunkers, warehouses full of canned food, guns. I mean, they prepare for everything you can imagine. And then I was thinking about this in terms of mental health. How often do we prepare for stressful situations? I mean, for the most part, from what I see... People wait until things are really, really unmanageable before they come see a therapist. People wait until things are really unmanageable until they apply a coping skill. And realizing this, I realized that the general population, does. we we don't have emergency stress kits. We're not taught to figure things out like that. We're not taught to think that way. If you're really stressed right now, if you're having a panic attack, what are you going to do? Because it could happen, and it happens to a lot of people. If you're having a depressive episode, episode, what are you going to do? Like, how prepared are you going to be? And then, I moved further, and I was like, okay, okay. In my, in my own personal life, like, what do I do when I'm stressed? Because for some people, they turn to drugs, medications. And the one thing I say about drugs and medications is they're good. I mean, I'm not going to be one of the people who say drugs are bad. A lot of things that we use, they're bad if we misuse them. Period. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be water. If we misuse water, water would not be good. Period. But anyways, drugs and alcohol and substances and whatever we put in our bodies, they help us stay in the problem longer than we need to it doesn't necessarily solve the problem so i guess what i'm trying to say is whatever you're doing make sure you're doing something to solve the problem and not bury the problem because that's the problem a lot of people have is you try to bury a problem and problems are just like seeds you bury it and you bury it and you try to drown it in alcohol weed harder drug like heroin it keeps growing. Undealt problems will continue to grow until you face it, until you decide to face your trauma. And so, this is why creating an emergency stress kit is good. So in history, stress has been very good for us. Stress, stress allows us to be very innovative. Stress allowed, allows us to be productive sometimes. Just a little stress will make you want to do your homework on time. A little stress will make you want to get to work on time. A little stress will make you feel the urgent need to focus on something instead of procrastinating. So stress is not good. And stress releases one of those hormones called cortisol. Cortisol is a fantastic, perfect hormone. I mean, when released, it controls your digestion. It It controls your sugar levels. It helps you with your memory. It helps with adrenaline functioning. It helps with sleep. It helps with blood pressure. It helps with your breathing. Cortisol controls a lot of things. So it's great. But picture this. Imagine a lion walk into your room right now. What would you do? 
would you try to fight the lion would you try to run away from the lion would you try would you just freeze i mean those are the three responses a lot of people will have fight flight or freeze and when you see that lion cortisol is released in your body and when that cortisol is released in your body it shuts down your digestive system so that your blood can pump necessary nutrients into your muscles so you can either fight fight or freeze it helps but long-term cortisol does damage because the body is not designed to stay in that condition for a long time and so you're stressed and you're dealing with this stress and the cortisol is being released in your body over and over and over and over and over again eventually your body stays in that permanent state of stress kind of like the lion remains in your room for a long period of time and that's the problem we need to learn how to face our lions. We need to learn how to deal with the lions, the small lions that add up to bigger lions in our life. For instance, a coping skill I find very, very fantastic is working out, right? I recommended exercise for people struggling with anger issues. I recommended exercise for people struggling with anxiety, PTSD, because exercise allows you to be, you know, at one with your body. And if you do it right, you will also be at one with your mind. And so if your emergency stress kit is exercise, exercise even when you don't need it. Because again, if you're looking at the apocalyptic scenarios, you want to be able to just Get uh, bad, a bad thing is about to happen and pick up and go. Like you want to be able to do things before things get worse. You want to be prepared. So work out even when you don't need it. So that when you do need to work out for your coping skill for anger or depression, it will become like muscle memory. It will be much easier. It will be much easier to do a coping skill that you're used to doing than a coping skill that you're not used to doing. So in, in, all, in all honesty, coping skills are like vitamin C. You can take vitamin C whether you need it or you don't need it. Just take it. It helps with your immune system. So the summary of today's topic is always have an emergency stress kit. It could be a phone game. It could be a breathing a uh, set of breathing and deep breath techniques. It could be a fidget spinner. It could be, uh, I know a guy who uses chopsticks as a coping skill. Like he just drums and that kind of calms him down. Whatever your coping skill is, make sure you have it at the palm of your hand. Something that you can use at any given point at any given time to deal with cravings for addiction issues or to even deal with, you know, normal day-to-day, day-to-day-to-day-to-day-to-day to day to day to day to day stressors. Because stressors are always going to be there. That lion is always going to be there. You just have to learn how to navigate and protect yourself. So, for today's Mental Health Savage Challenge, I'd like you guys to take a picture of your emergency stress kit. Cards, fidget spinner, take a picture of it. And use the hashtag, emergency stress kit. And post it online and tell us why that helps. Because if someone else sees your emergency stress kit, it might be an idea. Like, oh, wow, 
maybe I could cook because this person cooks and it works for them. Or maybe I could blow a whistle. Or maybe I could roll down my windows and scream as I'm driving on the highway. Whatever your emergency stress kit is, just post it out there. Let everybody know. Tell us why. Because at the end of the day, we're here to learn from each other. So thank you so much for listening. I hope this helped. Remember, your coping skills are like vitamin C. Use them even when you don't need them. Because I guarantee it, when you do need them, it becomes muscle memory. Your body will know what to do when you're stressed. Your body will know what to do to calm you down. Enjoy your day.